Welcome to The Journey. I'm Julianne Hartman, and I'm so excited that you're here today. And of course, every Saturday, because we bring you the most amazing guests to release you and to free you of things maybe that you're coming up against, things that you've experienced in the past. So I want my whole goal in the journey is to bring you testimonies that are going to free you and set you free and also heal you at the same time. So today I have a very special, beautiful guest, Karen L. Thank you so much for coming on today and, and giving your story. Now I know you guys are thinking, well, what could be, what could be wrong with her? <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> I don't mean to embarrass you. <laughs> but, you know, listen, it all comes in all different packages, right? So today our story is about, uh, like, eating disorders, correct? Or uh, eating or allergies. Well, I guess it would be a disorder if you're not able to eat, you right. know, all the food that you want. So mm-hmm. tell us now exactly what, what, what is your life? Like, who are you? What do you do? And also, what was your spiritual life you know, before you were healed of food allergies, which this is a very, this is a big one mm-hmm. for our audience. I don't know anybody who has not come to me and said, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. You know, I have to do this and I have to do that. I can't, I can't be free with my food. So tell me what, tell me about Karen. Okay. So I'm Karen L. I thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> and I've been a makeup artist for 22 years, do makeup and hair styling. And now, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> And now nutrition, actually. So it's really interesting how how much the Lord has really brought me full circle to what I believe He's created me to do, and that is to bring health, healing, beauty, nutrition um, to to people. Awesome. Yeah. So now, uh, how long have you been a Christian? Mm, I would say I have to do the math. Um, Twenty five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's. More than half of your life. Yeah. And uh, so did you, you know, have you had a a newfound revelation of the word of God or were you right from the beginning, Mm. understood the authority and the power and what it means that Christ, that Christ be in you? Did Mm. you, you know, just recently had a revelation of that or have you always been that way? Well, um, I came to know the Lord when I was 11 through the Lord healing my mom, actually. She had a pinched nerve in her neck and the doctor said, you have a 50% chance of being paralyzed from the neck down if the surgery goes wrong. So um, Jesus healed her. We all got saved and we all all got plugged into a church where I learned um, the word of God because I didn't I wasn't, um, or I would say I was Catholic okay. and wasn't reading the Bible, went to Catholic school. So now that my mom was healed, we got plugged into a church where we were reading the Bible, knew about the Holy Spirit, uh, walking in the gifts. And then until I was 18, went to college, rebelled. <laughs> I rebelled for a good 10 years. Wow. So within that 10 years, I was starting to actually experience my stomach issues. Okay. Um, so it started when I was 22. Um, I started to just um, not be able to eat the most simple things. Oatmeal, um, chicken, eggs, you name it. I, everything was starting to give me a stomach ache. And um, fast forward, it's just started to evolve. It, it just got worse. The, the list 
grew longer. And my, of course, my social life was very difficult. It was hard for me to arrive to a party or anybody's event and feel safe enough to eat the food that was provided there. So wow. I always brought food with me and it created this reputation of, <laughs> oh, there's Karen in her food bag or, oh, can you have this, Karen? And all these labels of, oh, well, this is, this is gluten-free or this is vegan, this is this. And and kind of um, just shoving it to me, assuming that I would be able to eat it. And that really wasn't the case. And it was just so much more complex than um, a label. So um, it became a source of shame for me and just a source of anxiety. Every time I had a food before me, I wasn't sure how it was prepared. I would always get nervous. Um, I would have this, what they're now calling... um, um, I think it's orthorexia. So you, oh my gosh. it's actually a term now. So anything that you put in your mouth, you, or anything that has to do with, um, food or, or liquids, anything that you're going to consume, there's an anxiety about it. So that's how I lived most of my life. Like, wow. is this food going to give me a stomach ache? Is this food going to give me a migraine? Am I going to have brain fog for three days? Am I going to be able to even articulate a sentence properly? Um, so there was a lot of things that were a lot of symptoms that were created from all these um, adverse, I guess, side effects that I couldn't even predict. So as the years went on, it was like I was discovering certain foods, new foods, adding to the list. And I would tease myself and say, oh, I have a PDF file <laughs> of, of allergies. So when certain people would invite me over for dinner, um, I would uh, be, of course, very um, flattered, but I would joke and say, oh, would you want me to send you the PDF file of what I can't have? Or would it be easier for you if I just told you what I can have, which is probably like 12 foods? So um, that's sort of how it went. Oh, my gosh. Okay, orthorexia? Orthorexia. Like anorexia, Mm -hmm. but it's orthorexia. Okay. All right, so let's go back okay. now. So you're, you were plugged into a church, you knew Jesus, you go to college and you rebelled. Mm-hmm. So just to, I mean, I know this isn't about that, but let's just dive into that a little bit mm-hmm. because a lot of parents are struggling with, do I send my kids? And I'm sure you guys, either you're a parent or a grandparent, mm-hmm. you've experienced this. Do our kids go to college because things happen in college? So what did happen? Like, how did you, I mean, did you notice this gradual thing or you just like dove in to a life of sin or what? Well, I mean, I went to a different trade school. So as a makeup artist, I got my license in skincare and then I went to makeup artistry school. And shortly after that, I got hired at this amazing company. So I was a, I guess, early worker and skipped the sorority experience of college, but college really started my my journey of rebelling and experimenting and kind of using my, my grace card of, okay, I was a good girl till you know, 18 and now I can, I, I know how this works. God will forgive me. And now where did you read, <laughs> where did you read that in the Bible? <laughs> I think it was something I made up in my head. I mean, I know this grace is sufficient, but I was like, oh, I think I can get away with this because I can just ask for forgiveness. Um, But And you know what? And you did get away with it. 
But unfortunately, what it did to you mm -hmm. was it tried to destroy you. Sure. You know, so it's like, God, yeah, his grace is sufficient. And, yes. and, and he'll allow whatever you allow. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it destroys the person on the inside. And oh, I hate that. But OK, so let's go on. So you were uh, in all these schools. So uh, where did you go from here? So I actually got married when I was 21 um, on the verge of 22. I was married for six years. But I would say during my marriage, I suffered a lot of um, just different different illnesses that had to do with my stomach. Um, I had constant bladder infections. I even had a surgery for for my bladder. Um, I was constantly on antibiotics. Um, I felt like I was always trying to treat my stomach. And every time we would we'd go out to eat, there was just always a problem. So um, I think most of the time I just got used to being in pain. <laughs> Right. Like it became a yes. regular, normal thing for me to have a stomach ache or to be um, to be confused, to have brain fog, to kind of be even disoriented, which sounds so strange. But there were times that were kind of scary. I would um, even get lost going home, driving home, mm. because something would be a little off in in my brain. Um, so now, was your marriage, I mean, was, was there problems in the marriage that may have started causing the stomach issues? Because obviously sometimes, mm -hmm. I mean, not all times, but sometimes emotional stuff goes right to the stomach. And mm -hmm. not for everybody, but it sure did for me. Yeah, so. I, I think I, I got that revelation later. There were a lot of problems there um, where I, I come from a culture, I guess, Asian culture, where we we are not used to speaking up about our problems or what's wrong with us. We kind of, um, we kind of keep it in. Okay. Right. And so until, until there's a really big moment where I'm, you know, then we explode or that was just my case. So I held it in, I held in a lot of pain and a lot of, um, things that I disagreed with, with what my husband was doing. And, and um, and then we tried to work some stuff out, but I think I internalized a lot of that, right? A lot of that pain in my, in my stomach, and because think about it, where does it go? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and especially if now, are, were you back strong, being a Christian again, or were you like, where were you at spiritually at this time? I think I was playing hokey pokey with with God. I was trying to go to church. I was trying to punch in the clock, you know, right. punch in my time card and show up. But I wasn't plugged in community. Um, I don't, I didn't have a, a deep prayer life. Um, I think our, my husband and I were very disconnected okay. from that. And I just wanted to add one thing about the pain uh, manifesting in the stomach. So it wasn't until later when I started studying nutrition because I was trying to now find solutions right. to all my pain. So it really dove me into health and nutrition. And um, there's more cells in the stomach than there are in the brain. So they actually call it your other brain. Right. So I've heard that. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of our pain, a lot of things that we think about can um, manifest into stomach problems or digestive issues. Well, even like when mm -hmm. maybe your face was something that scares you, like mm -hmm. you get that adrenaline rush, sure. and then you have to go to the bathroom. Right. You know, I mean, is that kind of like 
where it goes like right from the eyes mm -hmm. right to the gut almost, mm -hmm. you know, because I know that um, there are people that deal with that. That's like, you know, that they instantly have to run to the bathroom when something mm -hmm. they've been given some bad news or whatever. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And and on the opposite spectrum, it's like when you're in love, you feel the butterflies in your <laughs> stomach. So, yes, there's always like some kind of gut, yeah. brain gut connection. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So now, okay, so then you start diving into nutrition and you mm -hmm. found this out about, you know, so what did you do? Were you um, trying to be in both worlds of, you know, making the Christian part fit into the nutrition world or how are you doing that? Mm. Well, I would say after my divorce, I went through a pretty long healing journey of trying to reconnect with the Lord because I knew that's what I needed. I knew somehow in my spirit that that would um, that that would cure me that that would lead me to um, healing or at least rediscovering my my relationship with the Lord. Right. So, um, sorry to go back on your question. Oh, that's okay. Do that again. No, I say did. How did you? Um, what did you feel that? Because you dove into the nutrition part mm -hmm. of it, but now you're still going to start going back into the spiritual part of it. So how did you integrate the two? Oh, okay. So the integration of the nutrition aspect with the spiritual aspect didn't really come in until later on. Mm. Like I would say maybe in the last two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's pretty recent. Yeah. So I just got certified as a nutritionist last year. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. It is. So now you are down to how many foods? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I think I, just a few proteins. Okay. Um, so what would you feel? What would your, <laughs> what would you feel with, when you know, when you ate the wrong thing? Okay. When I ate the wrong thing, um, I, sometimes my eyes grew dim. I would feel a cloudiness come over me in my head. Um, so I wouldn't get rashes or I wouldn't choke. It wasn't that it was, it was more neurological. Okay. And then I would, um, I would get a pain in my stomach that would probably last up to three days. It just depends oh, wow. on what it is. Sometimes it would kill me over sometimes. Uh, and then I would have to leave the party <laughs> right. or so I would have really, pills with me all the time. You weren't fun <laughs> to invite. To <laughs> I wasn't. I had to eat before or if I yeah. were, would show up, I would order a water, a tea. <laughs> and that's not freedom. No, it wasn't. Mm. And I'm naturally social. I grew up around a lot of people. My house was always full. My mom cooked for the church. I mean, we entertained all the time. So for me to have this um, insecurity around, you know, social eating setting was was very weird for me. It, it made me feel um, deeply sad about and, and anxious, really, about having to explain myself every single time. Did you have to you thought mm -hmm. you had to explain yourself each time? I did. I felt like I kind of turned into a mean person because there came to a point where I was kind of sick and tired of being or getting defensive about yeah. what it is that yeah. my body needed and uh, trying to not look so high maintenance. So people say, gosh, Karen, you're so high maintenance. Look at that bag of everything that you have and all your drinks and all your Tupperwares and all your little snacks. And I just said, I'm just well prepared. So <laughs> like, I'm just well prepared. I'm not high maintenance. I just know what my body needs. So I 
in over time, I got to change my attitude about being ashamed of my condition or how um, just how my body was responding to food. I found some solutions to try to remedy and and keep my um, keep my mental state of okay, this is I'm gonna enjoy food. I'm going to um, not have it have what I can't have limit my happiness or right. my social life. So I started to change my attitude. But So what brought you to that point where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, Karen, you're looking in the mirror. I got to change this attitude. <laughs> like what brought that's you to good. the point of that? Oh, I love that. I love how you said looking in the mirror because that's, um, that's a really big thing for me as a makeup artist after I, oh, I yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Um, after I do makeup, do hair, do their hair styling, I always have them look in the mirror. Like, do you like what you see? Do you want anything more? So for me, um, looking in the mirror, I think it's something that we naturally do right. every day. We wake up in the morning, you're like, okay, let me check myself out. Mm-hmm. And I would, and this is a revelation that God gave me post-deliverance, where I was asking him, why did it take so long? Was there something that I was doing that could have possibly delayed this? Um, I don't know, maybe it's an odd question, but I was like, No, God. that's not at all. Because we ask, what hinders? What's hindering me right, right now? Yeah. What, what was hindering me then? And I mean, during the time before I got my healing, I was like, when is this? Go- when am I going to be healed, Lord? And so fast forward. So I'm going to do a lot of fast forwards. Sure. And and then um, and, and revelation. So here I am post deliverance. And I asked the Lord, what was it that was hindering me? And he said, he showed me a before and an after. He loves showing me before and after as a makeup artist. I guess that's just how he talks to me. So <laughs> he said, before you were looking at yourself in the mirror and you're saying all these shameful things, I hate that my body can't do this. I was unknowingly cursing my body mm. and just being mad at it and and would joke even to certain people like, oh, my pretentious body can't have that. And just not speaking words of life. And in the word, it says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Yes. And so he really highlighted that verse to me to say, you were unknowingly cursing your body. Wow. You, um, And then fast forward to, I would say, within the last year, right before my healing, I started declaring, and as the word says in Ezekiel, prophesying over these bones. And then it also says, I think in Proverbs, Proverbs gracious are words like a honeycomb, sweet to the bones and healing for the bones. So he was showing me that in right before my healing that I started saying, Lord, when you heal me or my body is healed. Thank you, Lord, for healing my body. Thank you, Lord. My body is whole. Thank you, Lord. My body can digest this. Thank you, Lord. And I was just saying all these, um, prophetic declarations of life over my body. So he showed me the before when I was cursing my body unknowingly and then the after of declaring and holding on to his healing and claiming his promises for my body. So I just want to point that out. We curse our bodies. We curse ourselves a lot because because what happens is we try to take the spiritual things on in the natural. 
So we don't see something naturally happen. We automatically start yelling at ourselves, mm -hmm. telling ourselves, you don't do this enough. You don't do that enough. If you would have done this, if you would have done this, everything would have been different. But see, that just goes to show you God showed her like probably in the mirror. <laughs> this is Karen cursing her body. Mm -hmm. And this is Karen loving her body. Like I love her body, mm -hmm. you know, that is so good. I hope you guys get that because it's so easy to say, body, why can't you perform? Body, why can't you walk? Legs, why are you not walking? I hate these legs, you know, or whatever it might be, or I, I hate my face or, you know, or my hair. How many times do us girls <laughs> say, oh my gosh, I hate my hair, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you've got someone like we had a young lady on one of the journeys who had alopecia oh. and she would have done anything for a strand of hair. Right. You know, we're going, I hate my hair when you're thinking, if I could just have a little bit of your hair. Mm -hmm. But that is so good. Okay, so keep going. So now where, mm -hmm. so when, when did the deliverance come? What led up to it? Were you finally like, I'm fed up? Like, what happened? Or did you accidentally walk into it? Well, I mean, just a few months before, I remember saying things more regularly. Uh, maybe not every day, but just really claiming my healing. Every time that I would look at a food that I wasn't healed from yet, I would look at it and, and point at it and say, when I'm healed, I'm going to have you. <laughs> I'm going to have you eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have you coconut, you know, things that I know that are nutritious for my body. Even spinach, my goodness. I couldn't have a lot of vegetables. They would they would even bother me. So I would start speaking to the food. I know this might sound silly, but this is, I mean, anything, anything that is, um, that you want to be healed from, you prophesy over it. You speak to it. So I was looking over these foods. <laughs> was pointing at it That's so and saying, good. when I'm healed, I'm going to have you and I'm going to enjoy you because you're going to be nutritious for my body. So you did not look at a McDonald's hamburger. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it was more like spinach and, and coconuts. And... Lord, you will be a blessing to my body. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so now where, when did all the deliverance happen? When you know that you like were set free. Okay, so this happened February 2020. So this is just a year. Just a year wow. ago. Awesome. February 2nd. So 2-2-2020. Two, 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 oh, two, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. And I was at a church service. There was a deliverance pastor there. And he said, the Lord is going to deliver or heal one major thing today. And I thought, it's going to be autoimmune disease. Bye. I was checked out. Like, this is, it's not going to be me. Instantly disqualifying myself. Yeah. And then he says, wait, it's food allergies. So I stopped in my tracks. I said, what? Oh, me? Oh, I'm in this. Like, you know, you never think that you're going to win the lottery or right. be even qualified. So this is, it really stopped me in my tracks. And so I, I stood up there and he started calling out certain things. He's like, mm -hmm. gluten, dairy, yeah, sure. Maybe this, maybe that. And he just started listing all these things that applied to me. And then I started thinking to myself, Lord, I just want three things back in my life. <laughs> If I can just have these three things, oh, man, I'm okay. You're limiting I God. I just want eggs, coconut, and rice. 
yeah, let's let's do those things. <laughs> okay, spinach, if you have some time, God. If you want to throw that one in there, sure, spinach. So we all go to the front for people who, you know, wanted to get uh, set free from their food allergies. So we go to the front. Now, how many were there? Oh, my, uh, 40. Yeah, at least. So how many lot. were in the church versus <laughs> how many came to the altar? I felt like 20% yeah. of people yeah. went to the front. And we all opened our hands and he just started to call out things, uh, call out certain sins. Um, and if they applied to us, then, then we repented. And I remember asking the Lord when I was up there with my hands open, I was like, what needs to go? Does that apply to me? Lord highlight, search my heart. You know, just like David said in the Bible, search my heart and try to find any wicked thing in me. Was there even a sin that I thought wasn't a sin because I justified it with whatever? Lord, can you show me where I was wrong so that I can come clean before you? Because whatever needs to go, I want it to go. So help expose that. So he did. And so I repented. And repenting means turning, right? Right. It's not just saying, God, I'm sorry. Right. It's turning away from that thing and never going back, going in a completely different direction. So I said, God, I want to do that. And so I, I gave it up to him and... Um, I felt such a release, release, like a physical release from my body that day. And uh, the first thing I had was coconut water. (laughs) (laughs) And how'd that feel? (laughs) It was amazing. It was amazing because normally, let me tell you how sensitive I was to coconut. I would have something that even had coconut sugar in it and unknowingly had coconut sugar. And all of a sudden my eyes would get heavy and my head would start to, um, it would almost feel like my head was almost suffocating. So it would just kind of squeeze in together, I guess, onset of a migraine, but not really. Migraines kind of happen in the back. This was like a pressure. Um, And I had one sip. I had gone to the half point. I said, nothing's happening. Thank you, Lord. And just kept declaring and owning that that healing you know just wow thanking him thanking him for that healing so that day they called things out Mm -hmm. uh you said you felt like you felt lighter you felt like Mm -hmm. something had been removed from you oh yeah um what did you do that night did you feel like Mm -hmm. like i mean did you ever feel like uh you would take it back ever that you'd ever take that heaviness back again? Because a lot of times people will feel like, you know, oh my gosh, it's back. But see, that was something that you released. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you ever welcome something like that back in your life? Mm-hmm. So you've been now a year right. with that still off of you gone, mm-hmm. never to return ever. Yeah, I think, you know, I guess with the journey of life, sometimes we say we're sorry to God and we go back. Right. But this time, this thing, I said, no, I'm not going to rebel against you in this way anymore. I'm done with that. And I'm, I'm ready to be, to walk in, in wholeness and healing. Okay. So you started with the coconut mm-hmm. water <laughs> and then, and then what happened? Well, funny enough, that was Super Bowl Sunday. So <laughs> I go to a Super Bowl party. <laughs> 
And I usually have my bag of snacks. I don't right. usually bring stuff. It's potluck. Um, but I had a new sense of freedom in in my spirit that I can, oh, I can have that corn tortilla right. or that flour tortilla with the taco instead of putting it in the lettuce. I mean, the lettuce wrap is much more healthy, but I had, I did not have the anxiety that I normally have. It oh was just gosh. like freedom. So did you eat everything? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't go nuts, but, uh, I mean, there were some cupcakes there, so I just had like a little bit. So there was self-control, right. but I didn't want to do everything all at once. I just, I wanted to kind of like check off. Okay. I can have that. I can have that. I can have that. So I did it slowly, but even a year, here we are a year later and there's still foods that I haven't tried. So it's been really cool. You know, it's interesting because there's almost like, because you, it was such a life, you know, a lifestyle mm-hmm. that it's, sometimes it takes you a minute to be able to go, oh, wait a minute. No, I'm free of this. Yes. Sometimes I would, I used to forget that I was free of certain things and I'd be like, wait a minute, I'm free of that. I don't have to think about that or try to figure out anything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm free of it. So do you still find yourself doing that? Sometimes. So Um, shortly after I got healed, it was a big birthday for me. So I said, wow, God, this was like the best birthday present you could (laughs) ever give me. And so a lot of my friends were trying to take me out for, for dinner or whatever to celebrate my birthday. And they're like, oh, what restaurant do you want to go to that's allergy friendly? And I'm like, we can go anywhere. (laughs) So, so so how's this been now a testimony to your friends? Oh, incredible. It makes me think about the story of Lazarus where Martha was asking Jesus, oh, if only you had come before, you know, my brother have died, you know, he probably wouldn't have died. And, and so, um, I was thinking like, why did you, Lord, why did it take so long for, for, for me to get delivered from this thing? And I felt like he was saying, so that he can build up this reputation so that your before and your after would be that much more impactful. Because even till now, I mean, during COVID, right, I haven't seen a lot of people. Right. So when I do see them or when we do talk on the phone, they're like, so how, um, and I love food. I, I actually cook for a ministry. I've been cooking for a ministry for eight years. So that'll come up in conversation. How are you, um, are you still cooking for that ministry? How is your... So when you say you're cooking for the ministry, what does that mean? You go to the church and cook? Um, No. So there's a ministry that I'm involved in in L.A. that serves uh, fashion industry professionals and media for L.A. So we we have different branches all around the world. And in L.A., it's fashion and media. It's called Models for Christ. Okay. And so a lot of the, the models, actors, people that are in the industry are very food conscious. So it's kind of interesting that my own food allergies would always seem to um, top, if you want to call it that, everyone else's dietary restrictions. Right. <laughs> they would say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't have this, can't have that. And I said, oh, that's not in the food. Don't worry. <laughs> this is the cleanest food that you'll ever have. You know, (laughs) what's interesting when you just said about, you know, God, why did it take so long? Well, we know that he never holds back healing, Mm -hmm. but it's just sometimes we're not ready. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's when we are ready to release Mm -hmm. is when the floodgates open. You know, it's like we kind of hold that dam Mm -hmm. 
uh, because I've never, I mean, why, you know, uh, me being a parent, I would never keep something, especially a freedom from my own kids. I want my kids to be free at all times. But that's why we don't realize that sometimes we're doing the, our, the damage to ourselves. And we're the ones that are holding ourselves, you know, in a prison. And um, so today you don't have to do that. Listening to this teaching right now, I'm going to have Karen pray because today is the day of your deliverance. Maybe there is something that is causing, you know, your stomach pain or your allergy or your migraines or your rash or whatever it might be. Um, today is your day of freedom. And so, Karen, I'd like you to, if you wouldn't mind, you can look in that one camera and, um, and just pray for the people. Lord, I thank you that you are healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You see it as you see the areas in our heart that are in pain. You see the aches in our body. And so I just call alignment to those areas of pain. We just say line up to heaven's design right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you desire for us to live an abundant life. You came to earth so that we can have life and life abundantly. So I just pray a massive release over everyone right now. Mm -hmm. God, would you help us all just look deep inside our hearts right now. Search us, find anything in us, anything that doesn't align with your will. Lord, I just pray that if there's any resentment, any regret, any shame from pain, from past pain, from current pain, we just say right now it's yours. We just give it to you, Lord. We surrender. We surrender anything that is holding us back from running the race well. Jesus, help us, help us, Lord, to just release that, loosen the grip of whatever that pain is, that offense, that, that guilt, that grief. I just ask that you all imagine surrendering your pain right now at the foot of the cross and ask Jesus what he wants to do with that pain. Lord, like your word says, you did come to bring life and life abundantly, and you gave us this exchange. You don't want us to live in pain. You don't want us to be stagnant. You want us to live a life of vitality and purpose. You've given us a vision for for things in this life. So I pray that you would reignite this, this vision, that you would reignite this flame that is in us to pursue and go after our, our calling, our purpose, our assignment. But we don't want these weights on us, Lord. So we just, I just pray for a complete release, surrender, just a shedding of the old, of the old wineskin Thank you, God, that you bring beauty, beauty out of ashes. Thank you, Lord, that 
<laughs> even when I was praying, I just want these three things. Lord, you came to do exceedingly abundantly more than what we could ever ask or imagine. So I pray that even in the maybe limitations and the um, things that we're saying, oh God, just if you just did this little thing, I'd be happy. I just ask that you all ask for the big things for God to do. He will always do exceedingly abundantly more than what you could ever ask or imagine. So I just pray for you all to have this courageous prayer to ask God to heal you completely. So I just pray for wholeness right now to come over you from your head, all the, from your mind, all the way down to your feet. Every single area that needs healing, that has manifested any kind of pain, we just say go. Go right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that we already have your complete joy in us. I pray, God, that you would... I'm just seeing light um, coming back to our eyes, light of health. Um, all, this, all this weight that we used to carry, it's gone. So that we now will, will walk in fullness, we will walk in peace, we will walk in love, we will walk in joy. And this joy, this joy will be contagious. So I thank you, Lord, for um, the lightness that you have, um, that you've given us. Thank you, Lord, for um, all this healing in advance. We just prophesy over our, our bodies and the way that we see ourselves in the mirror. I just pray, Lord, that we would hold on to your I am statements, that your I am statements in the word that say we are a conqueror. I am a conqueror in Christ. I am an heir. I am the apple of my father's eye. Thank you, Lord, that your word is true and the truth sets us free. So I just pray right now that the truth that we will, our, the spiritual food of your truth will nourish us deep to our bones, deep into ourselves. So I thank you, Lord, for this time to share what you have done in my life. And I just thank you in advance for all of the healing that's going to happen to these people that are watching and the people that are going to share it with, that you came to bring life and life abundantly. So thank you all for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was awesome. Well, thank you so much, Karen, because I know that, you know, we can all walk around with a lot of stuff going on in our stomachs, but we can put on the clothes and everything else and, <laughs> and make ourselves look good. But we've got sickness on the inside of us or we've got, you know, just un, un you know, unforgiveness on the inside of us mm -hmm. and things that we don't even realize. Well, I believe that today is your day of deliverance. So thank you so much, Karen. I really appreciate you coming on. And thank you guys for coming on with us. And every single week when I bring you these different testimonies, man, you are privileged to have this. And I thank you for that. And if you guys want to go and help us bring these shows to you, please go to HealingJourneysToday.com and you can help by donating to us. We thank you for that. We thank you also for subscribing to this channel because we got to know who you are so we can help facilitate whatever it is that you need. So thank you guys so much. We will see you next time on the journey.